I want you to succeed at things that you never thought were possible, and I want you to fail at things that you never thought were possible. But I just want you to take that failure and move forward. dollars yet the liquidation price you're telling me is the accumulant of nearly two grand yeah that's and so it hit it and killed everything and, and like i was like what the fuck <laughs> i'm gonna hit the i'm, I'm mm -hmm. gonna hit the live right now and just invite a bunch of people so i just want to let you know we're going we're gonna be live you can keep talking i just wanted to give you the heads up there not that you're gonna be embarrassed or anything right <laughs> um, if you're gonna oh. follow, if you're gonna follow the comments on your phone because I tagged you in it, um, I don't know if you gotta like approve the tag or whatever. But uh, I'm just gonna send a bunch of people shared around and shit before we get started with everything. Because I'm only on the Skype part. Yeah. Oh, you're on your phone on the Skype. No, no, I'm on my computer on Skype. No, like, I'm saying if you grab your phone on Facebook, like, you'd be able to follow the comments of what's going on. Yeah, but I'm, like, hyper-glued to my fucking phone right now with goddamn ECT. Yeah, I know. <laughs> I just lost two grand again, and I'm trying to get it back. Shit. I mean, like, if it goes to, like, what it has been, it hits that 180, because it's been a beast. What, uh, classic? Yeah. Fucking 100% two days. And you know what I mean? It was $4 last month. For okay. real. For And uh, what's it called? Uh, Diamond. Bitcoin Diamond started to move a lot today. I haven't looked into that one yet. It came out a while back too, but like, it's just so many different things that you got to stay on top of really to, to hit the big one. Um, kind of sharing it around now. Anybody that was waiting for this podcast, make sure you you tag your friends now, add them to the live now, because we're gonna get started. We're gonna start talking about you know some cryptocurrency shit, how you get in, how you get out, <laughs> if you get out, <laughs> and uh, getting out safe. Because I know at this point everybody kind of wants to be getting rich from this, and um, everybody has kind of their own idea of what that means. So I'll give it kind of a couple more minutes before we get started and uh, start talking about kind of what you should do, how you do it, and um, how you don't do it, because you're going to make some mistakes as well. <laughs> that truth. And another thing is like kind of, we. this is my 21st episode, um, I kind of pick and choose now, I don't have it weekly, when I get a good feeling of when I want to join in and start an episode, it's kind of how I, I do it. Um, I want this one to really be more interactive because you guys have a lot of questions about crypto. I mean, I know a good amount about it. Um, I guess tonight knows a good amount about it. So we want to try to get to all the questions you can. And if we don't know everything. So if you're a person that does know a shitload about it, shit, let us know too. We want to make some money. Um, we want to do that research. We want to make sure that we can take advantage of the same type of tips that we want to give out to you guys to, to make you better investors when it comes to um, crypto. I am trying to find the live feed here on Facebook, and I cannot find it. You're tagged in it. I'll send it to you in a message. In a message. I'll invite you to your own thing that you're already in. Right? <laughs> Literally. Um, I see the post from noon. Yeah, I just sent it to you, inbox. I'll invite you to your own thing that you're already oh, at. So yeah, okay. turn your phone down just so you can see whatever 
anybody yep. comments it. Yep. Um, oh shit, I can share from computer now. That's cool. All right. Um, so, welcome to the Imperfect Podcast. Good afternoon, good night, good evening, good day. I mean, when it's crypto, the shit never sleeps, so good anything at this point. Um, I am your host okay, right? of the Imperfect Podcast, El Ray. If you like what you hear, you can listen on Google Podcasts, Spotify, Apple Podcasts, all that good stuff. We're all the way everywhere we need to be. You can listen to live here, or you can watch the video later on YouTube. Um, basically, at this point, this is already really a, usually a stressful year for me like i'm starting to get into tropic bowl which is my nonprofit event that i do in costa rica as well as kind of this okay. when, yeah. when business picks up for for ftl and I'm, I'm answering uniform questions um starting my food truck so there's a lot of stress there and then of course we have to bring back the ad distress that i had from years ago that is a uh, cryptocurrency um i'm at a point really in my life where it's very hard to talk about money, especially coming from being very, very fucking poor. Um, because one conversation with somebody could be you discussing something that's pennies to them when it's life-changing to somebody else. And it's so fucking crazy because you're like, all right, that's not that crazy because I guess what people don't understand is that as hard as you work, you want to see the return for your work ethic. You don't want to see the return for what somebody else thinks your work ethic is. So when you are telling yourself that you're worth something. You want to be making sure, look, this is what the fuck I'm worth. I want the payment for what I'm worth, not what you think I'm worth. And that's what can cause, you know, the stress and the depression because you're working so hard and you're not getting what you think is the value for everything that you're putting out um, into the world. So, my guest tonight, he was a previous guest before. Um, he's very, very vocal about cryptocurrency. Even telling motherfuckers to shut the fuck up on his comments and shit like that. Um, Chris Ash, how you doing tonight, sir? What's up? <laughs> um, between both me and him, we have kind of different perspectives on it, different ways we came in. So we'll be able to kind of give you guys our perspective on it, how we got into it, how you can get into it, and kind of the best ways that we saw, the best things to do and the best things to not do um, as it pertains to, to cryptocurrency. So, I mean, with that being said, uh, Chris, how did you actually get in when, what was the time period? that you got into it, um, what was the, the way that you did it, what was the first coin that you bought? So I was first introduced to cryptocurrency by an ex-roommate of mine when I lived in Las Vegas. He actually would have me go and buy Bitcoin for him when Bitcoin was under $20 a coin. Mm -hmm. So that's how I first got introduced to it because he would buy things off the dark web with it. Yeah, and uh, so that's how I first got introduced to cryptocurrency, and then further down the line, um, I started to see other cryptos pop up, and then I kind of poked my head about five years ago into what is all this going on, and kind of learned about the technology of it, and understood like what is ha you know five years ago understood like what was being built that is happening today uh, as far as the infrastructure for a new decentralized internet and marketplace. Um, so at that point, you know, just kind of understanding that everything always progresses and moves and changes, uh, seeing Bitcoin rise when it did five years ago from less than $20 a coin to over five grand a coin, you knew the potential for all of this was exponential. Yeah. What? What? So, what was the first coin that you bought? Was it Bitcoin? Technically, um, first coin I bought when I started investing. I want to say maybe it was XVG. Ah, uh, Verge. <laughs> yeah, Verge coin, and then bought some TRX way back in the day. Bought some. Oh, I had. Oh, I was so stupid to get rid of it. I had so I wrote so thousands. Man, listen, I I think so. Like nine years ago, I wasn't in on nine years ago, but I was driving around doing fucking working for one eight hundred got junk, removing junk. And one of my friends, Will, he was like, "Man, I'm mining Bitcoin on my fucking laptop." He sold eighty bitcoins, 
to buy his family-in-law a goddamn camera. That's a $4.5 million camera right now, my friend. <laughs> yeah. So, I guess, with that being said, uh, the first coin that I bought was obviously Bitcoin before I learned about it immediately, everything else. Um, five years ago, I built a cryptocurrency miner. I had one, but as the waves went, like, I didn't have any financial stability over the course of all these years. So, it was like... I had to piece it out and sell it, where at that point I could have been mining Doge and goddamn, I was mining Monero, um, I could have been mining Doge the whole time. I mean, with Doge, it is what it is. It's not like anybody saw that shit coming. I mean, we can all be honest about it. Um, oh, yeah. Everybody, yeah. It's the same thing as, like, R, was it, RDD, and there's, like, another coin that was always floating around the same price as Doge mm -hmm. back in the so, I mean, everybody, when it comes to crypto, I, I say this about, I used to uh, manage a marijuana dispensary, and when it pertained to edibles, I would always say to somebody, everybody has an edible story like everybody has a four local story. And I think at this point, uh, with us and how far we are into crypto, we certainly have a four local story when it comes to crypto, <laughs> in terms of, damn, I fucked up. <laughs> what, what is yours? <laughs> I have a lot. <laughs> I have too many, <laughs> and it pains me. <laughs> uh, my first one, my first one uh, was back in the day uh, when I first started to strategize my trading habits. Uh, I wasn't doing leverage trading. I was doing actually like buying shares and selling them at certain times and like calculating certain percentage increases and sticking to formulas on when to buy and when to sell and when to predict this and that. It was going really well for me. And at one point I jumped from like $4,000 one day and I had had like a, a tip about this one stock and I jumped from four grand to 12 grand. But I forgot to set my stop loss and it like flash spiked and it was starting to come back down and I panic sold, panic sold, panic sold. Another time I sent like $2,000 of XLM for, from Binance to Bitrex and I forgot to add the note. No. <laughs> so. I was forever gone. Yeah, that's. That's the first time I've done that. It's not the, I mean, it wasn't the last time I've done something like that. I've never lost anything in an exchange, which is which is funny. Like I've never, I always keep all my shit under. And like even now, I had like some Ripple that was just sitting on a hard wallet for the last five years, and I was just too lazy to take it off. I just wish at the time I bought the hard wallet that I left every other coin on there, and was too lazy to take that off too. So my mm -hmm. four local story, and you just actually reminded me of another one, which is crazy. Um. When people say, remember who's in your circle, always remember the shit. Because this man, as a guest on my show tonight, February 9th, I said, listen, man, I got to pay my fucking mortgage. I'm going to send you, you know, 19,000 Doge. Just send me back Ethereum. And he was like, his first answer to me, I have the shit screenshotted, was, don't, why the fuck would you do that? Don't do that. Hold that shit. But I was like, I have to. I literally have to do it. Because I have to pay my mortgage. That's just your financial instability at the time. When I go back and look at that transfer right now today, it is $15,000. $15,000. But with that being said, I can't blame him. He sat there and told me, don't fucking do that shit. I'm telling you this, it's going to be what it's going to be. But at the end of the day, shit, I might not have had a house to even be on this podcast today. <laughs> so you got you to do what you got to do at the end of the day. But that's $15,000 in two and a half months. Um, of patience, so I mean that's Doge and the jump that it did in that time. <laughs> and I, the another one that I remember is when Coinbase first got Bitcoin Cash. That shit went from I think it was two hundred dollars to thirty five hundred dollars within an, half an hour. And I was like, and then it froze everything. That was the first time I saw Coinbase crash. Yeah, that's actually. Uh one of the things to look out for to like get your money up fast in this world is to look for certain coins being listed at on certain exchanges because usually when they are in the first like 15 minutes the price will all just right don't that, we moving forward so 
first question I would be for anybody that's kind of starting out for the first time, where do I get Bitcoin? Where do I buy any cryptocurrency at all? What would be your first answer to that? Because I know you, I think you, you're in it to the point now where you use different outlets. Yeah. Uh, so, I mean, if they're adamant about buying Bitcoin, um, Cash App is a good place. To just hold Bitcoin. If, if you're looking, if that's, if you have to have Bitcoin, uh, if you are looking to get into trading other cryptos, I use Coinbase. And what I'll do is I'll buy USDC coin. Transfer that out. And then I will send that to whatever exchange. And then on that exchange, I will convert it to what I need. Okay. I mean, I that's the same pretty much for me in the intro. The, the, the initial is for you to go Coinbase. Take Coinbase. Um, I usually transfer with Ethereum. So I buy Ethereum immediately because it's... Over the past five years, I've found Ethereum to be more stable than Bitcoin. It doesn't do crazy big jumps down or up. If it's going down, you know it's going down, and it does it at that point where you can get out in time, and it transfers way faster and for way less money. Um, go ahead, Chris. I was going to say that's why I use USDC coin. It's a, it's a stable coin, so it just stays at a dollar-to-dollar ratio to the U.S. Mm-hmm. dollar. Um and it's a three-minute transfer. Yeah, there you go. Um, so, for anybody like that, when you get overwhelmed and you see, oh, shit, Doge, and how do I buy this or how do I buy that, a lot of the situations that you're going to have to be in when you're buying coin is that you're going to have to buy one of the big major coins to transfer to these smaller coins and some of these, like, penny potential, you know, billionaire coins. Um so, like, you're going to have to buy a Bitcoin. You're going to have to buy a Ethereum or a USDT, and then you're going to have to look at another exchange. What you have to understand is that Coinbase is an exchange, but it's like cryptocurrency is not America. You will go... To, I went to fucking sleep the other day, and Doge was at 49 cents and woke up at 6 in the morning, and I was at 68 cents. This is not like the stock exchange. This shit does not turn off. It's going all the time. You can wake up in the middle of the night, it can fucking drive you crazy, or it can make you wake up in the happiest mood you've ever been in your life. Um, Earlier, if you weren't on, Chris talked about a couple coins, TRX and Verge. I rode both waves of those. I rode both an IOTA wave where instantly a $1,000 investment in the course of two months turned into $15,000. But the thing is, is that I put a number in my head that I'm not pulling my shit out until it gets to a number that actually would change my life. That doesn't necessarily mean I have to be a billionaire. It just means it has to be able to supplement my other ideas, my other inventions, and my other aspirations. So I can take my money and put it into that and know that from that point, I can go kind of wherever I want with it. So, I mean, just to recap, if you want to buy Bitcoin today and just hold Bitcoin, you can do it in your cash app. If you want to buy it and trade for another thing, one of the primary for 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 like an intro is for you to download the Coinbase app, and um, it's funny I should have posted my Coinbase link in here so I could take all these goddamn referral money from you guys, <laughs> but I want to be good and not do that today. Um, <laughs> buy some like like Chris said, either USDT, Ethereum. Um, those are kind of the majors that you can transfer across a lot of exchanges. Um, what I do see a lot of is is um, Doge. So, I guess that my next question is XRP, which is Ripple, it's very, very popular. And kind of the belief behind Ripple is that at some point it's going to get adopted by major banking and turned into the new transactional transfer system because it's that much faster and that much cheaper. What, where are you buying it right now? Uh, I mean, if you have the cash, I'd be just buying, 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 buying. But we, uh, it's, so it's Coinbase is not selling it right now because of the whole SEC lawsuit thing. I know it, I got it in my own wallet exchange. It was selling it, but when it, the, the price of it came crashing down, it got delisted from a lot of exchanges. 
Uh, it was still listed on Binance, uh, not in the U.S., but Binance overseas in uh, Europe, Japan. So um, it is being relisted. It's been relisted on several exchanges so far. Uh, and there was some big news today in the SEC not holding a secret meeting they were supposed to have today about the lawsuit. So everything's been going in Ripple's favor regarding the lawsuit. So it's just a matter of time before with everything and it gets reevaluated. Also, too, if the company goes public, uh, we saw it with Coinbase itself that Coinbase shares are worth like over $300 a share. Yeah, which is insane. I mean, we see insane stock market jumps. So oh. overnight, you could, you know, see the price jump from a dollar sixty to 10 25 50 100 200 dollars we just we just saw this happen with ethereum classic only because the mining now is worth over a dollar more per day to mine classic than it is regular regular ethereum Shit. Little, yeah little... And, and it's probably way easier to mine ethereum classic than it is to run but classic ethereum was i mean at that point now you need a uh ant miner well, you know, you just don't have as many people mining classic yet either. So that's you know, as soon as that switch happens, you have everybody jumping on it for the FOMO, and, and classic just went through the roof. I'm reading these comments. I only see one. We got two. I mean, so I mean, it says, can we talk about how these noobs are trading? Thinking they're rich, nobody really makes money unless they sell. Holding crypto and not knowing the technique of buying dips and selling high. That is not true when it comes to crypto. You can day trade crypto if you want, but you have to understand that somebody essentially, there's an, if, if you took, there's a, a meme out there. It says, 10 years ago, if you invested $1,000 in these companies, one was Bitcoin, one was Amazon, one was Starbucks and uh, Netflix. The highest one was like Amazon and you would have made something like, um, $145,000 and Bitcoin was $1.9 billion. You can literally forget about penny crypto and come back and be a billionaire like some of these kids are. So it's not really a day trade thing. If you can day trade it, oh sure, you can make a shitload of money. But the billionaire aspect of it is coming from somebody buying into a, I can't even say a fucking penny stock. So some of these shits are like, like, Safe Moon, which we will talk about later, is like a fucking one sixteenth of a penny right now. So if you put that in, and in a year it becomes a penny, that increases almost hundreds of thousands of percents, which no stock in the history of the United States has done that. <laughs> and that yeah, that's another thing too. And this market is is in the very, very beginning of its maturity as well. As many people mining classic well, either, so that's hey. just sorry. Hey! Um, what I, what? <laughs> Go ahead. Well, what I was going to say, um, shit, now I forget what I was going to say. I interrupted my own damn self. Uh, and I was, reading, I was reading what somebody was saying uh, as far as Doge goes. Um, somebody, he, he's just, he's saying basically what I said. He has a Doge for three years. Turn seven hundred into eighteen k, just forgetting about it. Oh yeah, oh yeah. You know, like uh, I was talking a few months ago when BTT was worth ten thousandth of a penny. You know, five hundred dollars would have bought you a million stocks. Mm -hmm. A million stocks, a million stocks. And that shit goes to a dollar. That's a million dollars. And it got up to a penny. It, it actually it got up to a mm -hmm. penny. Right now, it's trading at seven hundredths of a penny. Or seventy-seven hundredths of a penny, uh, but it got up to a penny, which means that million stocks would have been worth a hundred thousand dollars. Yeah, and I mean, you have to understand that for anybody that's entering it now, for people like me and Chris that have seen the movement, something like Ripple, where people are going, "Oh, that's crazy!" Like Ripple's moving so crazy, it still hasn't even reached it back to its all-time high yet. And I think its all-time high, and I'll look at it right now, is something about like three fifty. Yeah. Um, also, the the fact that Ethereum 
has been moving up regardless of Bitcoin's price lately shows the maturity of the decentralized marketplace as well. There's no so there's there's a lot of there's a lot of stuff being developed for the decentralized marketplace, which Ethereum is hosting the majority of the apps being developed, which is why Ethereum is worth so much. So with that being said, I would say um, because I think a big part of what happened with crypto is what happened with GameStop. So. My next question to you is, what is your opinion of Robinhood? Because what it looks like to me now is speaking of something like Doge, is that the easiest way for uh, an intro cryptocurrency person to get Doge is through Robinhood. But I don't think Robinhood is a wallet. I think it just holds it there. I don't think you can buy it and send it out. Correct me if I'm wrong. Like I said, guys, I want this to be interactive, so ask comments. Robinhood. I've only heard bad things, and I just have really bad feelings about Robinhood, and it keeps messing up, and they keep having issues, so, you know, at some point, like, you stop fucking with a company like that. So, I mean, to go into more detail, doing my research, what Robinhood basically does is offer you a free stock trading ter uh, service. Uh, yeah, see in the comments, you can't send it out of Robinhood. That's fucking crazy. So, um, what Robinhood does is offer you a free stock trading service and then take your trades and sell them to actual rich fucking people. So they know what our regular ass, I was going to say your regular ass, but I'm regular too, that our regular asses are doing with our ideas. So it's almost like, ah, oh, I see what they're doing. I'm going to do the opposite and basically betting against us doing it. Um, Robinhood. If you're able to figure out a way to get Doge without Robinhood, which the way that I do it is in my wallet or Chain Jelly Exchange, which is a big exchange. You heard um, Chris mention Binance, which is the biggest exchange in the world. Coinbase is not the biggest exchange in the world. Binance is the biggest exchange in the world, and it's so big that it's banned in the United States. So if you have to use it from the United States, it has to be with a VPN. One of the biggest reasons that things like this happen is because if you keep your coin on Coinbase... The fucking government will see it, and then they'll be like, hey, where's our money that you made? <laughs> so even when I go into Coinbase, I immediately take it off that shit, and just for anybody to know going forward, a coin like Dashcoin, a coin like Zcash, those two coins are completely anonymous. They don't report to anybody. They don't know if there's money there. So if you move your coin into Zcash at that point where you wanted to pull it out somewhere in some country... That is the shit that's not reported to the government. And even if a lot of these exchanges, like Binance, is not reported to the United States government. So, like uh, Chris mentioned earlier, the point of crypto is to destabilize this economy that everybody has, that their their money is kind of has a stranglehold on the population so that everybody can kind of interact with each other and know what the money is there. It's fucking instant. You can say, if you ever get on the Binance exchange... You'll go, damn, I just moved a lot of money. And then you'll see somebody transfer what is like the equivalent of like fucking $700 million in like one minute over the course of it. So I'm pretty sure at this point, everything that Forbes is telling you is not real when it comes to money. Because if Mark Cuban and Elon Musk are telling us about a coin, that means they just made trillions of dollars. <laughs> um, so for you, Chris, like when it comes to up-and-coming shit when it comes to stuff that you want to kind of keep an eye on what are the best tools that you possibly use to kind of manage the coins that you have look at new up-and-coming coins or follow coins that you see now uh one of the things i kind of got turned on to was using binance's grid trading okay uh it's kind of like a small bot system for trades uh and then another thing I like to use is Telegram. There's a lot of trading signals on there. Mm -hmm. you know, there's a lot of people putting a lot more time into it than myself, uh, keeping track of everything, watching the charts, watching uh, accumulations of stocks as they're, uh, you know, looking like they might bounce up uh, in targets as well. And then YouTube. YouTube seems to have a lot of a good up-to-date. Twitter is a nice, a nice place to see which coins getting traffic and 
uh, who's making announcements, who's progressing forward in the crypto world, which will in turn have their stock value go up. Yeah. You know, I'm also watching any news about XRP. Um, you know, and as far as, you know, listening to celebrities and millionaires and billionaires, like modern ones, not old money, uh, talk about uh, Doge or anything like that, uh, you know, you listen to them. Somebody said to me, like, it's funny because people go, I think like three years ago, wow, my wife had some kid at the job, he's like, Doge is going to go. And I was like, Doge is a shit coin. Doge was a shit coin. There's no technology behind it. There's no reason. But you have to understand, there's no point in ordering a fucking flamethrower either. And Elon Musk sold those out three times in a fucking row. So you have to understand the power that is influence in this current society, especially with something like Twitter. Um, For me, what I've seen to be kind of the most powerful things when it comes to the movement of this shit is Reddit and Twitter. Reddit, like... The difference between the stock world and the crypto world is that you can get a tip and be able to act on it, and then it doesn't happen until a day later. And in, and in stocks, by the time you get a tip, it's already you already see it, and then you have people that correct it. But the problem is that the United States does not have the power to correct the rest of the financial world. <laughs> so they can do whatever the fuck they want here, but there's still people in the rest of the world. And like I said, you'll wake up at 6 a.m. and say, holy shit, this shit is up, or this shit is down. I gotta do something. Um, for the more like seasoned crypto person, a big uh, tip: if you have shit everywhere and different exchanges everywhere, there's an app called Blockfolio. You can download it on your phone, so you can remind yourself: I have this many coins here, this here, this here, this here, and it will basically show your whole pot portfolio in one app as to all the coins that you have in different places. Because we're, we're like, I mean, maybe three years ago, there's a couple coins that I bought that were just like, this shit is, I don't even remember where the fuck this, why I bought this exchange, because you have to go through weird, weird points to get it, because just like uh, stocks that have initial stock offerings, they have ICOs for coins, and if you buy into some of these coins, then they end up, like for instance, uh, some of these penny coins or Doge, Doge hasn't even hit Coinbase yet, and that's the major US system, so... You look at that, yeah. and the reason, obviously, why I wanted to get this podcast in is because Doge has been pushed to where it's at by Elon Musk and by Mark Cuban. Mark Cuban basically made Doge an official currency at the Dallas Maverick Stadium. You can go there and pay with it. So that means that it's here to stay. I mean, now, what money, what dollar amount it's here to stay at is up to you to decide because when it comes to crypto, it really comes down to how much there is, and there's a lot of Doge. There, to, to put that in perspective, I think there's 18 million Bitcoin, and in Doge it's something around 500 billion. So it can only go so high. So when people think, oh, it might do what Bitcoin did, it's not going to go that high. But people get kind of wowed by the number. Oh, 65,000. Last March I was in Boston, and my cousin asked me, hey, man, I keep hearing about XRP and Bitcoin. I said, yeah, buy that shit right now. And he said, but it's going down. Going down, Bitcoin was at $3,800. Say yes. Like Warren Buffett said, buy when the streets are red with blood. He did not buy it. A month later, 8000 I had to take Bitcoin out right there to pay my mortgage. A month later, sixteen. Now we're at sixty. But even with that, you have to understand that Bitcoin right now to do a 100% jump would have to go to $120,000. That's a big number. That is what Ethereum Classic did today. 100%. So you have to keep an eye on these coins. You have to keep your ear to the ground. You have to follow these people on Twitter. You have to keep in these chat rooms on um, Reddit and like Telegram, like Chris said. Like you have to really be on it. And and one of the biggest hints I saw Mark Cuban give maybe I think it was like four years ago. He said, when it comes to this with cryptocurrency, just take money that you don't give a fuck about and throw it into something and forget about it. It's like going to the casino. Because at the end of the day, $500 can make you $500,000 in a year. But if you really need that $500 at the time, then you're going to be, well, damn, what's my $500 doing today? What's it doing tomorrow? What's it doing the next day? If you forget about it, you'll walk back. It's a great story about 50 Cent. I think it was like 
uh, six years ago, he did a concert. Somebody's like, we're going to pay you this much in cash and this much in Bitcoin. And he laughed it off. Who the fuck is Bitcoin, man? All right, I guess. And then that shit ended up being something like $20 million that he just didn't know was there. Yeah. <laughs> he just literally forgot about it out of ignorance, and then all of a sudden, boom, $20 million. And that that's kind of what this can do. You hear a lot of people refer to it as... Lucky you didn't get the passphrase. Yeah, for real. <laughs> but, I mean, when you have assistance, I mean, I guess it's easier. It's like, hey, what's the passphrase from before? <laughs> yeah. Some dumb motherfucker could forget the password and lose it somewhere. That's, I mean, to, just to break into that um, for the people that get into it now, I have a hard wallet and I have a, 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 a digital wallet. With Bitcoin, with digital, with, with any cryptocurrency, you can make also what's called a paper wallet, where you bring it to a site and you just print out a piece of paper in a printer and then put it in a safe like it's bare bonds. And then if you ever need it again, you scan it and then your money comes up. I have a hard wallet, which is like uh, the Ledger Nano, which I can put coins on and I just put it on my safe. It's not online anymore. One of the risks, obviously, with it just being online is that somebody can hack into whatever wallet you're in and pull all your shit out, and then you don't have any money there, and you, you have nothing to show for it. Um, like what Chris is talking about, with some of these exchanges, you have some serious fucking security behind it. So if you lock yourself out, you cannot get back in. It doesn't even matter if they have your fucking eye color and your fingerprint. Like, you need... It's like a... 16 word phrase to get you back into your thing. I need a 16 word phrase to get back into my hard wallet. So somebody could come to my house, rob me, and fucking take the hard wallet, and it means nothing to them because they can't access it. Doesn't matter how much money's on it. Um, my soft wallet is a wallet called Coinomi. Um, I also have Trust Wallet now because that's how I, what I had to get to, to get SafeMoon. Throughout my soft wallet, Coinomi, I can exchange for a lot of coins. Some of them I still can't. One of the big ones that Chris keeps talking about, I can't get there, so I'm going to have to re-access my Binance sometime fucking soon. Um, but I can get Doge there, I can get XRP there, and I can just leave a lot of my assets in there, and if I want to switch to something, can immediately do it. Um, so, speaking of the Bitcoin that I'm talking about, I guess that, that I see you talk about a lot, is VeChain. What's your opinion of VeChain? Um, that's... That's going to be another explosive one here once once it catches. I mean, it's already catching on. Its its growth has been as expected. Uh, but that deals with, um, what's the word I'm looking for? Supply, supply chain management. So it, it has real world use, and it's already being used in some parts of China uh, to track supply of some certain brand of wine. And it's just uh, going to be used more and more. In other words, it's actually being used, and Doge actually is not. I'm assuming the people that are watching already know all this shit because I haven't seen any comments or any questions. So, I mean, we'll just kind of move forward as we need to do because um, I'm assuming you already know how to get VeChain. Or you already know how to get all these other coins, you're going to know how to get Doge. Like like I said, the issue with Doge is that if you lock your Doge into Robinhood and Robinhood locks Robinhood, you cannot fucking sell it anywhere to anybody. You cannot exchange it out. You cannot move it anywhere. They just will wait until it drops down to whatever and you won't be able to do anything with it. And the difference between that and being on an exchange like Binance is that you can immediately trade it to another coin if it hits the price that you want it to hit. It's automatic. It's already to another coin and then you can be back to cash you know, and buying whatever the fuck you want to, you could go buy a Tesla with that money before Binance locks their <laughs> exchange. <laughs> I was looking at the comments, <laughs> fucking KuCoin account. I have a KuCoin account. I might have coins in there too. I don't know how to access that shit either. I don't remember what I oh, bought with KuCoin. <laughs> I have one, and I have like I have some Ethereum in it, but I don't have access to the email that I have registered to it anymore. So I don't have access to the confirmation code. <laughs> oh my god. I, did, I tried to get back on my Binance. They were like, show us your face. And I was like, I did. They are like, that's not you. I was like, how, how am I supposed to fix this? <laughs> it's definitely me. Like, I don't not even fucking... <laughs> um, some of them, I mean... We talked about Robin Hood. We talked about all that shit. Everybody, are, everybody on our comments are already, I guess, knows everything. And they know what they're going to do with their doge when it hits a certain line. So, I mean, your biggest... Because I'm going to get VeChain... 
after this uh, Elon Musk Saturday Night Live episode because that is what is drawing uh, this Doge to go up super high because I'm sh pretty sure they're probably going to do a fucking skit about it and then your grandmother is going to be calling you asking you how to buy fucking Dogecoin and you can't buy it on Coinbase. <laughs> maybe there'll be an announcement. Yeah, maybe. I mean, that's fine because I already have it in there. I guess, um, so, what? Just the announcement alone Jip. would drive the price right now. Here, you got to think about this. To get Doge to 40 cents, it had to go up over 900%. Mm -hmm. Okay? And Elon Musk already said that it's going to be worth 10 to 25 to $50. Now, for that to happen, like I said, it's already gone up. It already went up insanely, 900% to get to 40 cents. For it to go to a dollar, it merely needs to rise about 120%. Yeah. That is a lot more obtainable than a nine, another 900% mm -hmm. jump. So let's say we get 120% jump just from Saturday Night Live, which on average is about kind of what we see whenever Elon Musk kind of says something about Doge. Okay. Let's say that happens. And then let's say a week later, Coinbase announces that it's going to list Doge after it goes over a dollar. At that point, just the announcement alone, I would say would probably raise it over 500%. So now you're looking at a $5 Doge. And then when it goes on Coinbase and releases, you're probably looking at another 100% increase. Now you're looking at a $10 Doge. See, people don't understand. Like, let me look at because I want to look at the market cap. Let me look at the market cap of Ripple because I think the the, the biggest misunderstanding is is why some of these co coins can't go to those heights. Um, Ripple. Well, that's that's Rip, Ripple's a whole. Ripple's the dark horse of the whole entire crypto world, right? If Ripple becomes Ripple, then Bitcoin will crash. Mm -hmm. So one billion was it? One hundred billion Ripple coins. Circulating supply is forty-five billion. Ripple becomes like the adopted cryptocurrency. It could cause the the price of Bitcoin to crash. Oh, it certainly could, but the, it's just the, the, the limited ability. Like, they say that Bitcoin is a trading coin and a transactional will be in the future Ethereum. So, like, for instance, Doge, which my issue is, is my hard issue with Doge is seeing really what it does and if it really can go over a dollar and do much from there. Because the total supply of Doge is almost triple what Ripple is, and, and Ripple's highest point was 350 I think Ripple can do maybe a 10 to 15. I think Doge maybe 5 at the highest. Yeah, but it's no it's not like you said it's no different than uh, GameStop. There's no reason for GameStop's value have to have gone up during the pandemic like it did cuz nobody's going to that damn store. You know what I mean? Everyone's going online now. Everyone's staying home. So, but since we all agreed that its value was higher, its value went up. True. All we have to do, like, all, the whole point of this cryptocurrency, too, is being decentralized. So if the people say that they want to agree on something, then the people have the power to come together and have that agreement become true. Sure. There's no, I mean, there's no question about that. Even, like, when I look at it now, the amount of money that's in Doge is... What do we got here? The number four most popular coin in the world behind Binance Coin, Ethereum, and Bitcoin. Bitcoin has a trillion dollars in it. Doge is up to seventy-two billion. Um, now, literally, I mean, if Elon Musk wants to push this, and, and the powers that be want to push this, you could make Doge a universal currency to be exchanged on the decentralized marketplace um, and then you know Bitcoin becomes an asset because it's a ledger and has limited quantity you could still say the currency that you're going to exchange between everybody else though would be Doge I mean it would be Doge or 
TRX. TRX is the lowest transactional rate of any coin and the fastest. But obviously the guy who runs I, it is out like of his that. fucking mind. I mean, what I said obviously the guy who runs it is out of his fucking mind. Well, that's Justin mm -hmm. Sun. He's one of the youngest billionaires in China. Yep. Again, always follow the money. These guys that are developing this stuff that are young billionaires, like, they're not young billionaires because they're stupid. These guys have successful businesses. They're not Trumps. You know what I mean? <laughs> they're not Kardashians. Oh, I, I, I would disagree with Kylie Jenner. She's rich for a fucking reason. <laughs> Only because of her family. Yeah. Doing the right thing at the right time takes a lot of it, and over the course of my five-year crypto career... I've not done that a lot of the time. <laughs> right. It's like you're on the verge of being right, and then you're like, oh, oh, and then there it all goes. I would down. say if I, if I was to give any advice to people that are getting in it, it's really just to forget about it. Because when you have to go back and look at it and second-guess yourself, or if you see some new fancy shiny coin, just put new money in. Put new money in for the fancy shiny coin and leave the other shit where it's at. Because, I mean, while my portfolio, myself, um, I think I have some Ethereum, some Ethereum Classics, some ADA Cardano, some XLM, TRX, some Verge, some Ripple, a lot of Safe Moon, a lot of Doge. Um, it's really about you keeping it. I was just lucky to be able to get back at the Doge, but if you tuned in earlier, you'd see the story that even the... the the transfer that I sent to Chris two and a half months ago was what would be equivalent today of $15,000. So just the second guessing of myself, which I had to because I had to pay my mortgage, if there was any stability at all, I would have, you know, an extra $15,000 in my pocket right now, which, like I said, to me, I'm betting on my potential. So it's not that crazy of an amount of money. But for somebody else, that's changing their whole fucking world. Um, it really is. Um, $15,000 to me is just me buying something stupid. I need enough money to buy, like, a piece of property or something. Um, right. <laughs> so I guess because we're not really getting a lot of questions about coins or, or how to get into it. Hopefully people are taking information for this. Going forward, what would be your, um, and I guess we'll call this the end of the night because... This will be the information that people are really looking for to do whatever they want. What's the what's the coin that you would give as somebody as a sleeper right now? Or you're like, yo, you need to get on this now or else you're going to get left behind. Uh, I mean, you kind of can't go wrong in the market right now, to be honest with you. Um, you just missed out on Ethereum Classic. I see its potential over the next year to be $300. Um, I think potentially it goes over 200 this weekend, but then, uh, depending on where Ethereum goes, if Ethereum gets up to 5,000 and just stays there, then Ethereum Classic's cap is three. If Ethereum goes to 10, then Classic could go to six to a thousand itself. TRX actually, I would say, is a good sleeper because it's still under. It's it's at fifteen cents. Yeah, 15, up eighteen percent today. Yep, um, and V Chain obviously is trading under a quarter still. Cardano is already over a dollar fifty now. You know, XRP is over a dollar sixty. XRP honestly has the biggest reason to do the most. XRP in my opinion, will go eventually to minimum $15. TRX is a, is a big question mark for me because, like Lorenzo just said in the comments, me and him, I've, I've been on TRX and went to 450 from from half a penny and made a lot of money. Um, and then it you know, crashed back down with the whole system and then hasn't really gained back the popularity that it has, even though the technology behind it is like way better than the technology behind Doge, but at this point it's really like, who wants to grab the name and fucking take the torch? You know, it's all it's all trickle-down. And, and possibly, you know, Elon Musk might just be trying to help out people in any way that he can, and he just sees a loophole the system. Mm -hmm. And until we, like, maximize this Doge cashing out for the ordinary person... Then you'll see the earnings, you know, crypto, crypto world is actually probably your best example of trickle-down economics uh, than the actual uh, physical world that we have going on. Because what you'll see is, you know, Bitcoin will go up, 
altcoins will go down, but then when people cash out their Bitcoin, they start investing more in the altcoins, and then the altcoins go up. Um, and now with Ethereum, what you're seeing is you're seeing a lot of people taking out their money that they've been staking as well. Uh, another thing we didn't touch base on, which we can add another episode, is um, the whole aspect of staking your crypto right now. It's a much smarter thing to do than any savings account, IRA, bond, or, or, or anything to, to place your money. So this, um, with that being said, because I was talking to somebody earlier, and when it comes to stock shit, like I don't, there's so much shit that I don't know, but I know that there's money to be made here, and I know that I can follow patterns pretty well, so I do kind of do well in this, but when it comes to that, or futures trading and shit like that, there's just so much more to it. Like, for instance, obviously my sleeper coin in the, we were supposed to have two guests on tonight. The other guest, Lorenzo Marshall, who's in the comments, we're talking about SafeMoon, which I guess today some like big stock guy on Twitter shouted SafeMoon. It's up to 100% um, today. Like You have to understand that 100% increase in the stock world before that the GameStop shit was like unheard of in the course of a week, unless you grab a penny stock that got bought. But regular stocks, I mean, I'd, I'd be hard-pressed to see the last time that you know, Amazon did 100% a day. Um, so, 90 days ago to now, that SafeCoin is up, I think, 14,000%. So, you you could do the math on that. The problem with SafeCoin right now is that it's very fucking hard to get for an intro crypto person. And it was hard for me to get, which I've been doing it for a while. Um, the way that I bought it... Can you take that Go ahead. Can you take it out anytime? You can take it out. It's in my wallet right now. Like I can turn it. You just have to turn it. So let me just the steps that you do have to go. The steps that I personally went through, and like I have my own little crypto group that's like 120 people, and I put the YouTube video in there. Even with the YouTube video, I had to go back and and talk to Lorenzo and be like, "How did you get the last step?" It's asking you to basically take a major, which is a Bitcoin or an Ethereum, turn it into your Binance coin. And then turn it into a Binance Smart Chain coin. And then you use your Binance Smart Chain coin to exchange for um, SafeMoon. And then you have SafeMoon in your wallet. SafeMoon right now is trading something like a fucking eighth of a penny or something like that. Um, so the, the, the potential for that, anybody even mentioning the name in itself, means that that coin right now going to a penny is bigger than any growth that Bitcoin has done in the last nine years. So you have to, that's a place where you can go, figure out how to get it, and forget about your damn money there. And then if it's there, I mean, whatever, it's $500. I spent $500 on the dumbest shit possible fucking that I could ever think of in my life just to tell somebody to shut up. Like, okay, goddamn, here's your, take the $500 and everybody shut up. So, if, it could, if that money that I gave somebody to shut the fuck up can turn into a million dollars, I think that's a lot of more of a, of a better situation. So my sleeper, obviously for the day, um, would be that safe moon, which I bought a good amount of. Which, like, my idea with Doge is that I have a hard time seeing Doge really break a $5 mark. But, I mean, with Chris putting a different perspective to me, now i got to think about it more and it might fuck my brain up even more. I didn't want that. I wanted to play it. So now I'm going to take, if it does go to doll, I'm going to take a little bit and throw more of it as safe mood and then just wait because over the course of the actual um, technology behind safe mood is not bad. So if if stock people are mentioning it, then eventually crypto people will mention it. And then people will put the money behind it that they're putting behind some of these other coins. And like I said, safe moon is on an exchange called Pancake Swap. And to kind of talk to what Chris was, uh, speak to what Chris was talking about, PancakeSwap has a system in which you can actually collect liquidity on your coin that you hold on PancakeSwap. I don't know how to fucking do it yet because I haven't paid, had to take the time to look at it, but your return on uh, investment. You should be using your safe moon then to do that because I'm pretty sure you could be like compounding your fucking. Yeah, but I, I don't know. Like, I still have to go into more. Screen. I haven't, I've been running. So fucking much right now. You can do it with any coin that you can buy on there. You can buy coin. Pancake Coin has basically created an exchange that is for the people and not ran by like exchange type billionaire people. 
so that you can create your own idea of what liquidity you want to create on specific coins and just hold it in there and like Chris said, create a percentage return that is like five times the amount that you would create in a bank, which obviously banks don't want you to know. Another thing that you can do with Pancake Coin is put in any code for any crypto and buy it. Cryptos that aren't even showing on exchanges. So if somebody's mentioning a coin like SmartCoin before it's hit any exchange, like this is almost at the point of you getting into an initial before it's released into an exchange. If that coin with that name goes to a Binance, goes to a Coinbase, then it's immediately going to jump. Minimum 500%. Minimum. A 500% in a day is a fucking hell of a jump. And as it gets more popular, it will do basically what you saw Doge do. It really comes down to patience and it really comes down to you thinking what you want to get out of your investment. Do you want to get fucking, you know, a couple thousand dollars you can go take a flight somewhere? Or do you want to change kind of the idea of what you're thinking financially you want to be in the world and what you want to set forth for people that are coming behind you? So, just to do a quick recap, if you're intro and you're asking me the question, how do I buy any cryptocurrency right now? Cash App, I think one of the Venmos does it too, Robinhood, Coinbase. The next level would be major exchanges. All this information you can find on YouTube, but even with major exchanges, you need to enter in with a major coin. Major coin being some of the big top ones, Bitcoin and Ethereum. Most of the other coins run on the network of those coins, on the technology of those coins. Um, now when we're talking about super hidden penny coins, stay on Reddit. Keep your eyes peeled. And when you go, go with some fucking intention. Do not say, hey, I'm going to put $10 here and we'll just see what happens. Because you see what happens might be your $10, $10 turn into $1,000. Which means that your $1,000 would turn into a fucking million. So you really need to make a decision on how much you want to invest and how much you're willing to get into and what you're looking to get out of it. Because it really is what people are calling the new gold rush. And it's something that can take somebody from nothing to something essentially overnight. You know, uh, instead of the, the old days where somebody's old man was working fucking 50 years in a goddamn coal mill and coming back with black lung. I think you can have the patience of waiting one year for your money to turn into um, fucking generational changing wealth. And I'm with you. We're trying to be patient. Chris is trying to be patient. We're trying to keep our minds in the same place. So, I mean, what I would say is, is uh, you can take a look at my group. You can take a look at other groups. And I, I expect to get more tips. But I guess we have a lot of people that are more trying to learn than anything. But anything that you see... You could certainly shoot a bias because we don't fucking know everything. Safe Moan was mentioned to me in a, in a walk by in, in, when I was smoking a cigar one day in Tampa. And I said, oh shit, let me take a look at it right now and, and move money there. So while, with your other assets lifting, with, with you know Ethereum going up, with Ethereum Classic going up. And Ethereum Classic is a coin that you can purchase on Coinbase. So that's a pretty easy purchase um, as far as it's moving up right now. Just like Lorenzo said in the comments. Use money that you can lose. Use money that you can lose. If you have any stability, take that money that you was going to buy that bullshit-ass goddamn McDonald's with and put that shit in there. Every mm -hmm. single time. If you can say, yo, I was going to use this dog, I was going to go to the club, but instead I'm going to put it here, put it there. Because that bottle might be a million dollars. I don't know how to tell you any different than that. It's not even a fucking joke. Like, there's kids that just woke up a billionaire they don't even know the f why so oh, I guess we got covered all of our bases we don't have any more questions to answer what you got because we're definitely going to do another episode because Lorenzo was supposed to be on this episode so I say after the Saturday Night Live episode we'll do another episode do some more deep research into some you know good potential coins and go from there between now and then and maybe between now and tomorrow, I got to get my Binance back and buy myself some V Chain. And Chris got to buy himself some Safe Moon. Yeah, that's good. <laughs> I mean. um, like I said, this will be up on YouTube tomorrow, guys. Um, hopefully, you get some insight from this. You can shoot me 
questions if you want in regards to it, but I'm getting ready for my Costa Rica shit, so most of my mind power goes to that for now. So try to buy some Safe Moon, try to buy some Doge, um, get ready for the Saturday Night Live episode, and we'll kind of see how the growth happens from there. Chris, thank you for joining me tonight, my friend. Thank you for having me. Have a great night, everybody. Yeah, I'll send you the fucking uh, the YouTube on how to get the fucking um, the save move. Because even when I got into it, I was like, all right, is it, what the fuck? Wait a minute, it's not letting me change. And then I hit, hit up Lorenzo, Lorenzo, and he was like, no, you have to change it from regular Binance coin to Binance fucking smart chain coin. And I was like, what the fuck? But look in, yeah. I don't understand the liquidity aspect of it. So if you go on Pancake Coin and you figure it out, definitely pass it along to me. Because I know it's definitely some money to be made. I just don't understand it right now. Right. All right. Yeah, we'll do that. All right. Have a good night, bro. All right. Thank you. You too.